familiar? If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. If you're a breastfeeding mom going back to work, pumping is just part of your daily routine. But that routine can definitely become more challenging if you need to travel for work. Whether you're traveling across town or across the country, how do you make the most of your travel experience? How do you maintain your pumping breaks through airports and bus rides? How do you store your milk and make sure it follows all the TSA guidelines? And how do you stay sane throughout the whole process? We're the Boob Group. I use a breast pump. I hand express milk for my baby. I exclusively breastfeed. I use a nipple shield. I breastfed after a C-section. I use a milk bank. I breastfeed in public whenever I feel like it. I pump at work. I breastfeed with a cover. I breastfeed twins. I give my baby bottles. I made my own supplemental nursing system. I supplement with formula. I talk to my baby while I breastfeed. I'm breastfeeding as a survivor of sexual abuse. When I have extra milk, I share it with other moms. We are equal. We are the Boob Group. Welcome to the Boob Group. We're here to support all moms wanting to provide breast milk to their babies. I'm your host, Priya Namard, and I'm also the founder of the Moms Pump Here Nursing Locator app, which helps moms all over the world to find great places to pump and breastfeed their babies. If you haven't yet, we encourage you to download the new Mommy Media Network app, which gives you easy access to all our episodes. You can also subscribe to our podcast through iTunes so all our episodes download directly to your phone automatically. If you're on iTunes, please leave us a review so other moms can learn about us. Let's meet the mom is joining our conversation today. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your family. Hi. Hi, guys. I'm Elaine. Uh, I started Thrive Mama. I have two little girls, four and six. And on my first maternity leave, I had an awful experience going back to work. I was a hot mess. And and I realized that there was just something missing to help moms in this little window going back to work. So I help moms with returning to work, with time management, meal planning, and just helping them thrive as a working mom. I love that. Okay, I'm Sunny, and I'm producing today's show. And wow, I've got four kids. Uh, My oldest is six, and I have a four-year-old. Both of those are boys. I breastfed both of them, pumped for both of them, um, but didn't quite make it to my my breastfeeding goals with both of them. My twins are another story. So four total. My youngest are my twins, who are about to turn three next month. And um, my original goal was a year with them, and I made it to almost three years with them. So um, was able to do that. I don't don't have a lot of experience with going back to work. I've been fortunate enough to uh, be able to really build a company based on <laughs> pumping and, and breastfeeding and pregnancy and everything like that. That's what we do with New Mommy Media. And so uh, fortunately, we were able to record a lot of these shows from the convenience of our own homes. I have breastfed a baby while recording an episode. <laughs> 
Um, That's I don't, pumping at work. Or it, at I work. guess it is. <laughs> I guess it is. I guess I've done that. But when you're kind of your own boss, then you can kind of do that kind of stuff, yeah. right? So, mm-hmm. um, but I have a lot of respect for mamas that that need to go back into a, you know a more structured work environment, and I can only imagine the moms that have to do travel for this. It's hard enough to travel just on your own personal time, but needing to keep up your pump supply and your your breastfeeding, uh, your breast milk supply is is difficult. So I'm so glad we're doing mm-hmm. this episode today because I think it's really needed. I couldn't agree more. And I'm your host, Priya Namard, and I have three children. And my oldest is now 14, my middle is 12, and my youngest, Liam, is eight. And I breast all three of them, but Liam, I breastfed for three years. So I do have experience, you know, in, so in between being an entrepreneur and having to do that hustle, <laughs> I've had nine to fives where I've traveled and, you know, had to pump in my office and going back and forth between clients. And trying to find a space um, privately just to pump or, you know, if I had my, there have been times I brought my child into the office because I was that crazy <laughs> and had to breastfeed in my office. But Liam, talking about having your own business, Liam was around when I started my foundation in Miami and I did breastfeed him while I was on the computer <laughs> and trying to type up stuff all the time. So I get it, you know, <laughs> work is work, right? It is. Absolutely. So thank you all for being here with us today. And I'm so excited about our conversation. Sounds familiar? If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. Okay, so we have a segment we're going to kick off the show with today called Mama Hacks. And uh, I, I love this segment because it was created by our listeners. You guys started sending us basically little tips like breastfeeding and pumping tips that you have discovered that you thought would help other moms. And so I was not going to keep this information to myself. I thought we got to create a whole segment for this. And so it's called Mama Hacks. And uh, today um, it has more of a, a work-related focus, which I thought was really helpful for today's conversation. This comes from Jen. And she says what really helped her was to go hands-free to pump on both sides at the same time. She said she has a couple kids. She said, when I went um, back to work with number one, so baby number one, I was taking three 45-minute breaks a day. And then she said she was able, you know, just through practice and everything to get it down to 15 to 20 minutes once she was able to figure things out. So I, what I liked about her comment is that it shows kind of what you learn as a mom, like things may take a little bit longer in the beginning and and to not lose hope with that because I can only imagine if she's taking three 45-minute breaks a day, I'm sure her superiors weren't really happy with that, but she was able to kind of work that out and and like she said, get it down to 15 to 20 minutes. And, And so I think it offers some inspiration for other mamas out there that may be struggling with this. So any thoughts on this? Yeah. Um, when I coach moms about going back to work, we talk about sort of the 10 and 2. So you typically pump around 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. based on your your supply. But especially when you go back, 
you really don't know and you're super engorged. And so, yes, those pump times can take up to 45 minutes, but you also need to factor in walking there, washing out your supplies or wiping out your supplies. So yes, an entire session by the time you get back to your desk could actually be 45 minutes in the beginning. Um, and then you can kind of get really good at it and your supply naturally will go down over time, which is okay. There's no shame. This is actually a natural part of your cycle of, of breastfeeding. But yeah, 15 to 20 minutes, you can definitely bust it out. Well, that, is that with a, a electric pump or with Absolutely, a manual yeah. pump? Uh, yeah. Electric. electric. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking if you have a manual <laughs> pump, because oh, I had boy. manual pumps. <laughs> I was not smart enough. <laughs> um, and you're thinking, like, if you, you have to sit there and if you're pumping both at the same time, your hands going to tire, get tired, you're going to take breaks and stuff like that. And then you're talking about your employer. What if they, the employer says to you, well, one of these breaks has to be your lunch break? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Then you have to factor in eating and just, you know, how do you really mellow out in the that one hour <laughs> trying yeah, to yeah. pump and get everything done and still stuffing your face? You know, it's just <laughs> one oh, big yeah. maneuver. It is not glamorous, but it's so worth it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Definitely ways to make it work. So, Jen, thanks so much for sending this in. Of course, if you have a mama hack that you want to share with our audience, you can email us through the website at newmommymedia.com. You can also post it to our Facebook page because I check that daily. Um, so look for the boob group and go ahead and send us a message and we'll get it on the show with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today we're continuing our series, Back to Work. Today we're focusing on moms who need to travel for work. Elaine McGee of ThriveMama.com is our expert. Elaine helps moms return to normal life after returning from maternity leave, and that includes teaching moms about their rights to pump at work. Elaine, thanks for being with us today, and welcome to the Boob Group. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. So moms may need to travel for different reasons. Let's first talk about moms with long commutes that have to go to work and come back, especially with moms in larger cities who may be taking multiple modes of transportation. What type of equipment are you traveling with? What additional things do moms need to consider or um, carry with them? Absolutely. So the, the electric pump is your best friend. And aside from the sound that it makes, it is sort of a wonderful device. That sound is forever ingrained in my mind. Um, but always want to have extra batteries on hand. You never know if you're going to have an outlet nearby and um, an extension cord. I always advocate for an, an extension cord in case you find a crazy location. But if even if you're pumping in your car, um, there is a way to do that where you kind of get set up uh, while your car is stopped. <laughs> you get set up with your hands-free bra, right? So a pumping bra and you get set up and you can start driving. Don't look at it. Don't worry about the ounces that are coming out. Allow it to go. Try and stay calm as you drive, right? This is not a uh, crazy commute type of pumping. You want to make sure that you're able to relax and allow the letdown. And then you'll need to safely pull over and release, you know, take off the bra and release the pump and, and do that. 
So what do you, uh, so you're talking about moms um, driving while they pump. So we have to put a clause in there. <laughs> we have to make yeah. sure moms understand that safety's first. So, yeah, you know, absolutely. although it might be convenient to pump in your car, especially if your car is your office, um, but you have to make sure that you're safe. If it's really bad weather, we don't recommend it because, you know, you might get distracted from the pumping machine, <laughs> the electric machine that's going going while you're driving. Um, and then, you know, God forbid you crash, you know. So we just want to make sure moms are safe and they consider their conditions before they, they do something like this. And then you have to also watch out for police because they, if they see that you're pumping, what well, they probably wouldn't. <laughs> well, I guess but, it depends if you're stopped yeah, at a light or something yeah, like that. They might that. look in I mean, and see. Are there any kind of like rules, like laws about <laughs> don't well, pump it's a, and drive? It, they might consider it a distra- dis- distraction. So if you're thinking about, right. you know, if you're eating, drinking coffee, that's the distraction. If there's something hanging from your rear, rear view mirror, that's a distraction. So it's open so, to interpretation. Yes. Perhaps. Yeah. 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 And so you, you could put a cover up on. You could also definitely put a hooter hider on or cover up so that, yeah. you know, you're discreet uh, as well. So what about um, what time, the timing of pumping? So we've talked a little bit about, you know, doing the tens and twos and the, the traveling that's involved. What about the timing of the pumping? Is this something that you, uh, I know a lot of moms just have to do it on the fly sometimes because you're so engorged and you just want to relieve yourself. Let's talk about a little bit about the timing. What would you recommend? So definitely in the morning, right? So when baby, it uh, depends on your commute. So typically these moms probably have a long commute, so they're waking up early. And you want to make sure that you breastfeed baby straight in the morning, right? So you sort of, um, when you're typically very engorged, you would then breastfeed baby. And then you want to fully drain your breast. So you could actually pump the rest if baby does not drain fully on the breast. And then you can commute. Um, so hopefully you're fully drained before you start your commute. And to hopefully avoid a pump session during the commute is the goal. Okay, what about moms who use their office as their car? <laughs> so, yeah. we, I, yeah. I definitely, yeah, I def- definitely recommend that they they would pull over just at least to have that break if that or if their office definitely is their car. What do you What do you think, Elaine? Yeah, I mean, the, the first choice is actually to find a location, and your app is the app that I recommend for my mamas to use to Yay. find a location. Yay, it's awesome. <laughs> um, to find a physical location near you so you don't have to in the car. But honestly, you know, some moms I talk to that it's actually quite, you know, it's quite refreshing. So you're by yourself. I mean, there are windows, but you can be discreet. Maybe go in the back of your car if you have tinted windows and sit back there and do it while it's parked. Um, and so, you know, it's really sort of a personal preference. Uh, we talked about pumping while driving as well, but, um, you know, the car can actually be sort of a sanctuary if you really think about it in terms of some solitude and, uh, you have control over the physical space. Uh, if you have that battery pack, you can pump quite nicely and, and, and in a quiet space. For, for pumping moms, you know, the I'm thinking of like adapters and stuff like that because the, the bigger pumps need some sort of source, right? Is it, I mean, you, you in your car, you're not going to have like a regular outlet, right? So are there adapters or something that moms would need in order to convert it over? Does anyone know? Definitely. Um, there should be. There has to be adapters out there. And, and if you think about it, if you go into an electronic store, maybe an electronic store might have an external adapter that you could use that you right. could plug in your, your pump to. Right. So you yeah, need to make sure you bring that with you too. And there are uh, what, what used to be called cigarette lighter, whatever that thing is. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, <laughs> there are adapters for that as well. Okay. 
So what about storing your milk? What would you recommend for that? Because I remember, <laughs> so storing is sometimes a hit or miss because you might be in a location where you don't have a fridge. Obviously you, you have, your car might not have a fridge <laughs> or a <laughs> cooling component. Um, and if you're, you know, obviously the locations I have on my app, not all of those locations have uh, areas to store your, your breast milk while you're pumping or whatever you're doing, traveling about and stuff, and you can't come back to it. So what do you recommend to moms who are traveling with their breast milk? What should they do? Yes. So if we think about breast milk is, is quite stable. So up to four, maybe six hours at room temperature, breast milk can stay. So even maybe your last pumping session before you get home could be kept at room temperature. But I advocate for carrying a cooler. So this is sort of an insulated lunch bag type of cooler where you can put in your freezer packs or even getting some ice and putting it in a Ziploc bag and keeping that in the cooler with the breast milk. But they're actually for longer distances, even maybe even the sales um, who are driving around in their car all day, there are coolers for your car that go into that cigarette lighter adapter that are basically like mini, mini refrigerators that you can put in your car. So you could sort of put it in there and keep it cool all day. And then run your, well, make sure, yeah, when you, when you, when you go to make a sales call, call or whatever, uh, keep the car running. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well don't, how big, are, how big is that? I've never seen those. I haven't either. Yeah. Yeah. We have, well, I've used mine for obviously camping as well as pumping, but um, yeah, you, you just kind of plug it in. Yeah. But it can run down your battery overnight, which I discovered while I was camping. Um, so you have to unplug it, but, that, but that's when you use sort of the ice packs and, and um, you can keep it cool that way. So when we come back, we'll discuss what to do when you need to travel on an airplane for work. We'll be right back. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back. Today, we're talking about traveling when you go back to work and how that works as a pumping mom. Elaine McGee of ThriveMama.com is our expert. So Elaine, let's talk about needing to hop on a plane to travel. Uh, what should we, should moms consider when they're going through security and, you know, carrying their breast milk? Yes. And I have been a, I've done this. I'm a warrior. I've been through the plane with breast milk. <laughs> Did you have to it taste is... the breast milk when you went through? Did they make you do that? <laughs> no, no. They were quite, quite kind. Um, but it was also a while ago too, but stuff has changed, but you know, it, it's sort of a, it's a, it's a pain, right? It's sort of like you're interrogated, like you're some like bad person there carrying liquid gold with you, but times have changed. And the TSA regulation says that breast milk Juice for children and the formula are not part of the 311 rule, so they're not subject to the same sort of liquid ounce requirement, which is great. And so you have to separate them out from the rest of your liquids. They are, however, subject to x-ray according to the TSA. Now, this is, you know, the TSA in general is a crapshoot. You never know what you're going to get 
depending on that officer that you pass by and, and what they decide in the moment. But you can't, you can also decline the x-ray. It then does say on the TSA that you're subject to additional screenings. So we have heard a gamut of what those additional screenings are. You know, do you, do they sometimes open up the liquid? Do they test the liquid? Do they put it, you know, through other screeners? So it is again, a bit of a crapshoot, but, um, it's, it's good news for us in terms of that we can bring that milk through. We do not need to have the baby present either. And so especially for women who are traveling for work, you know, bringing that milk through is going to be um, allowed. Especially when they're coming back, right? And they want to just yes. bring all that stuff back with them. But Absolutely. if you're carrying food, well, actually, are you even allowed? Well, so just don't mix it in with everything else, though. So have a separate bag for it and kind of separate it out from other stuff that you could be carrying, like liquidy type of items, right? That is correct. So all your shampoos go in their own little quart size bag. You And what I recommend, right, the tricky part here is your a personal item and a carry-on is what you're allowed. Now, you can, if you're feeling very bold, you can, cl- you can claim that your pump bag is for medical purposes. But once again, TSA is a bit of a crapshoot. So you, you never know if they're going to push back and not allow that. So what a lot of women do is they take the contents of their purse, especially, you know, except for the wallet and whatever is needed just for the plane ride into their pump bag and then put put their purse into their other item into their other bags so you have basically the pump bag and your carry-on um, and then you have to basically carry the milk in again that insulated lunch bag type of bag so you can bring that through screening well that makes sense just to consolidate everything so you don't have to go through the hassle and then yes but if you can't can't i'm wondering if you can't do that i know for work experiences like for work travel you may be trying to bring as little as possible um but just Uh for general travel i wonder what happens if you know because i've gone for long periods of time you know we travel back home for the summer and i'm there for a couple months and so i'm bringing a lot a lot of stuff and i wonder if it would get to the point where they would view your pump bag as like because they're not allowed to discriminate against diaper bags right so have you guys heard of anything like them lumping it into that category where they're like yeah we can't you know if it's a diaper bag or whatever the you know it doesn't count against you because the airlines are getting crazy right now with the baggage can you say it's a diaper bag even though it's a pump bag oh that's my diaper bag you know like you Maybe and put some diapers bit. in it. Isn't any bag a diaper bag when you put some diapers in it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that could work. <laughs> and then that, a lot of the, a lot of these new bags, new pumping bags, don't even look like pumping bags. Used right? To. They look like fancy purses now. So. But that yeah. could work against you too, though, yeah. right? You know, no, it's a purse. You know, it's a leather purse. They're like, no. Do you see my little pump built into it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so when we're traveling, where should moms pump uh, before they get on the plane? What are good places to go to? What do they have to consider that aren't bathrooms, of course? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I know. I've, I've pumped in a bathroom many a time. But there are plenty of locations. So most airports will have a family room or lactation room. Um, and again, sort of uh, use the finder to find that. You can call ahead to the airport. You can look on the airport website. Uh, but yeah, definitely try to pump before you get on the plane because pumping on a plane is a totally different experience. Um, you know, that little tiny bathroom is smelly and and cramped and mm-hmm. um, and everyone's you know, gonna... trying to get in it at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it's the pressure. Ugh. There's so much pressure. There it is. <laughs> yeah, so definitely try to pump before you get on the plane and 
once you're on the plane, there's a couple of things that you can try, right? Definitely try to make friends with one of the stewardesses and try to, or the, um, try to make friends with one of the flight attendants and you can see if they're willing to have you sit on one of their chairs back where they sort of make the food. Are they, are they allowed to do that? They're allowed to do that. You can have a cover up, you know, it's up to their discretion. So you're not quite sure how they're going to respond. Um, but some women actually pump at their seat. And if you have enough big enough blanket, you know, the white noise and as crazy as it sounds, but the white noise actually drowns out most of that sound. And if you have a, some pretty cool people around you, it shouldn't be an issue. I'm yeah, just yeah. picturing this in my head. I don't know if I'd be <laughs> as bold. To do. I breastfed I on a plane, but man, to pump yeah. when it, it's one thing. If my husband's next to me and my kid's next to, you know, on the other seat, then I'm not worried about it necessarily. But if you have someone, you know how tiny those seats are. If you have someone yeah. right next what if to you, have you a big person, the right big next guy that's <laughs> next to you, like, what? It's like something out of a sitcom, isn't it? <laughs> Um, so, okay. So what about pumping and releasing? So I know this is going to be a touchy subject and, um, you know, when you're traveling and you're carrying all those things, all the bags and supplies that you need, but you might have that morning where you're just like, you know, I can't stuff any more stuff. I can't carry any more items. What do you do to pump and release? Um, you know, what do you recommend to moms? I think the first step is a mindset and that, the whole, you know, pump and dump or however you want to pump and release that there's no shame in it. And, uh, it's perfectly fine. You want to consider how much is baby taking right now? Do you have any frozen at home? Have you completely depleted your supply? Do you have some in reserves and make a decision at that point? You know, you're, you're on this, you're traveling for work away from baby for a good reason. And to torture yourself about a few ounces is not, productive and not going to help you or your baby. And the other thing to keep in mind is that most women take a dip in milk supply when they're traveling. And that is perfectly normal. And it's also the, also perfectly normal for their milk supply to go back up when they are back at home. And so those two things, those mindset, you know, accepting those things is fine. Do you think that's stress that causes that? Absolutely. Stress is a very, I'm sure you're fast paced, um, stress Mm -hmm. as well as, you know, a plane is very drying, dehydrating, and we probably don't drink enough water when we're traveling as opposed to being at home. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's a lot of factors why you take a dip in the supply. So what about the hotel room? So (laughs) say you Mm want to keep your stuff, keep your breast, I keep saying stuff. You want to keep your breast milk. Um, what do you have to, uh, what are steps women should take before they get to the hotel while they're at the hotel? Um, should they talk to the managers? What do you recommend there? Yes. So pumping while traveling for work is all about planning and calling ahead. So you want to call ahead to your hotel to see if they can provide you a refrigerator with a freezer. And this really depends on how long you're going to be away. So if you're going to be away just two or three days, you may not need the freezer part. You could pump and release the first day and then keep the two second days and bring those on the plane with you. But if you're gone longer than those, you know, three to four days, uh, then you definitely want a freezer available. The good news here is once you freeze those bags of milk, and again, bring those, those sealables of block breast milk bags so you can freeze them flat so they can travel really nicely and compactly. Once you freeze them, they actually become their own freezer pack. Hmm. You could actually wrap. I never thought wrap of it that the, way. 
yeah, they wrap them up um, together uh, and bring tons of, make a note, big Ziploc bags. And the ones that have the, the, the Ziploc, you slide it across a little glider thing. Those are really robust. Bring a ton of those so you can actually wrap all of your milk into those uh, larger bags to prevent any sort of leakage. So when you travel with those bags, uh, you bring those through security and use the frozen ones as your ice pack. So what about the hotels that don't have like these combinations? If you go into a mom and pop place, say you're going out in the middle of Kansas somewhere and you have like, (laughs) uh, uh, you know, one of those bed and breakfasts or you have a mom and pop hotel and they don't, the rooms don't have um, refrigerators. Is this a conversation you need to have with the manager there? It's a conversation you can have. I don't know if you'll be successful. The other, there is some other options or, um, to you, which are Milk Stork, which is a company that provides the containers to ship back milk, breast milk through FedEx. Um, so that's an option to you. Some companies are actually paying, some companies are actually paying for that and you can actually advocate your company to pay for those containers and the shipping of those containers. So yeah, that's a really good resource. But again, if that's really your scenario, if there is no refrigerator freezer, then pump and release is your situation and it's fine, right? And we can sort of get through. And or hope that you're next to the the ice machine and somehow yeah. <laughs> fill up your sink. You can fill up your sink in the your hotel sink. room. Or maybe your tub if you're not going to use it or just the I I mean, depending yeah. on how much you're trying to store the, you know, I'm sure there's other like the bucket that they give you or something like that. You know, because the, the ice is usually free. I'm just saying. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> fill, fill up that Ziploc bag with ice and there's oh, your freezer right. pack. That's right. Wow. These are a lot of great tips. Thank you so much, Elaine. Of course. Thank you to everyone for being part of today's show and for sharing their experience. If you're a member of the Boob Group, then be sure to check out the bonus content for this episode where we'll discuss how to fly with frozen breast milk. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, so we have a question from one of our listeners for one of the lactation consultants that come on our shows. And so this is from Alara. She posted this on our Facebook page. And she says, hi, I am an active duty mom and I'm breastfeeding. I'm pumping at work and nursing at home. Next week, they will be changing the carpeting at work. And I was told there will be harsh chemicals and glues. Is this dangerous for me? And could the fumes affect my breast milk? Thanks. Hi, Alara. This is Michelle Stolberger in IBCLC from the Metro DC area. While it's unlikely that these fumes will cause a problem, it's probably best to stay away from the area if possible. Some chemicals, like those used at a dry cleaning shop, do pass into the milk. If you can identify the specific chemicals being used, you can call the Infant Risk Center at 806-352-2519. They have a free hotline that can look up each item and let you know the safety. The Infant Risk Center is also a great resource for checking whether medicines and environmental concerns are safe. Good luck. That wraps up our show for today. Thanks for listening to The Boo Group. Don't forget to check out our sister show, Preggy Pals for Expecting Parents, Newbies for Newly Postpartum Moms, 
Parent Savers for Moms and Dads with Toddlers, and Twin Talks for Parents of Multiples. This is the Boob Group, where moms know breasts. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of new mommy media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. How would you like to have your own show on the New Mommy Media Network? We're expanding our lineup and looking for great content. If you're a business or organization interested in learning more about our co-branded podcasts, visit our website at newmommymedia.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.